Welcome to Ask Me About K-Pop, the essential guide for recent converts and seasoned fans alike. My name is Shannon. And I'm Angelica. And uh, how are you doing today, Angelica? I am doing great today, Shannon. I'm so excited for our <laughs> exovaganza today. Our favorite exhibitionists are finally back with a truly exceptional album. And I mean... I'm not exaggerating when I say that there were <laughs> multiple points in my first listen that I had to pause and just like... Breathe for a second. Not X-hole. <laughs> <laughs> yes! So I'm very much looking forward <laughs> to talking through this exotential crisis that I currently find myself in. Oh my god. <laughs> that was, good. was that all of it? That was it. Great. Beautiful pun work. That's amazing. Yeah, so that I think that says it all. We are doing an EXO, EXO extravaganza episode today, and we're only going to be talking about EXO. And we got limited time, so like, let's just let's go jump there. into it. Um, you, you, y'all, if I mean, we might have people coming in right now because our shiny episode brings in new ep- listeners all the time. So that's very true. In case like nobody knows, this is just a K-pop podcast. We talk about things we like. We've talked about EXO a lot. Mm-hmm. Our listeners know that. Yeah, um, we usually try to frame every episode as sort of like an educational pod to to educate about some aspect sure. of the K-pop industry. And so we've done before like a deep dive into Shiny and their discography and history. And since EXO uh, just recently came back uh, with Tempo, we decided to do an episode dedicated to them. Yes. So mm-hmm. uh, as we've said many times, but in case you don't know, EXO has nine members, mm-hmm. formerly twelve. They are under SM Entertainment. Their fandom is called XOL Mm -hmm. because there used to be an XOK and an XOM, and L is between those letters in the alphabet, so cute. Mm -hmm. Um, And then their fan color, as we hilariously discussed long ago, is Cosmic Latte. A.K.A. White. White. Yeah, because it's supposed to be the color of the stars as you see them from Earth. Right. So that's that's the basics. Yeah. So they have nine members. Um, should we just start by going Let's through, just go them through them and then maybe quickly discuss like the concept of EXO? Sure. And then we'll dump, jump into their di- discussion. Into their timeline. Okay. All right. Okay. So I'm going to go. I'll start with our dear leader and then we'll go age order after okay. that. Because leaders, that's a privilege yeah. of being the leader. You get to go first. Mm-hmm. So our leader of SOX, <laughs> boop, already <laughs> off to a weird start. Our leader, his name is Suho. He was born in 1991, and his real name is Junmyeon. Mm-hmm. And as you'll hear for the rest of this, there are a lot of stage names in EXO. So, yes. And we're going to do, through this episode, we're going to do that annoying fan thing where we call them both names. So, yeah, we'll, sorry. Sorry. But... We'll no. try to clarify if we, like, switch back and forth. Like, maybe we'll catch each other and be like, a.k.a. whatever. Right. But Sure. We'll, we'll um, so Suho is the leader. He, I feel like he doesn't have, like, another, like, more standard position in the group. It's not like he's the dancer or he's the rapper. Like, you know, he's really just the leader. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he was the one. He's not the oldest. So unlike a lot of other groups, um, the oldest member is not the leader in in. EXO, but mm-hmm. he is the one who trained for the longest, right. and so that's why he's the leader. And we usually try to, like, describe <clears throat> these members for people, so, like, I don't know how to, I mean, 
Oh, one thing I had written down for everybody is that like all EXO members, for some reason, all have like an animal counterpart in yeah. fandom that mm-hmm. people call them. And Suho's the bunny. Yep. So if you ever see people just like representing EXO through emojis, like this is how they yeah, do he's it. The bunny. He's a bunny. If they're ever wearing animal <laughs> costumes, he's wearing a bunny. If they're ever like drawn in fan art as animals, yeah. He's the bunny. Um. So like. Suho's very hand. They're all very handsome. Suho's very handsome. Yeah, he, has, he really like, a small, a kind of small mouth, and like really good eyebrows. Like, yeah, really killer eyebrows. eyebrows. He just looks like a. He looks like a Disney prince. I think yeah. he looks like the prince from Cinderella. Totally. And mm-hmm. in during power, when he had that little Superman curl, yeah. he like pulled it off very, very well. Mm-hmm. Um, um, some exocurricular activities for Suho <laughs> are um, <laughs> that he does a lot of acting. Um, in particular, he does a lot of theater. Yes, so, he's a musical boy. Yeah, he loves to be in musicals. He's been in quite a few. Um, just this past year, he was in one called like The Man Without a Smile or something, mm-hmm. and he had like Joker stage makeup. It was very Didn't upsetting. Like it. Um, but he also was in a drama recently that I didn't watch, but I heard very good things of called Rich Man, Poor Woman. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you want to see him, like, get it on in a sexier way, then watch that one. I've heard yeah. it's very good. Um, okay. So, yeah. Suho is sweet. He's a good leader. He's very much, like, I feel like back when there were two leaders, that he was the mom and Chris was yeah. the dad. Mm-hmm. And, like... Uh, he's kind of he's just kind of a nerd boy, but yeah, but he he's super nerdy and he's very like um, he's very insecure in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. but he's very caring and yes. like he he dotes and like picks up after the mess that are his members. <laughs> yes, so that's our sweet Suho. Okay, and now next is the actual oldest mm-hmm. member of EXO, and that is Shuman. That's his stage name. His Korean name is Minsook. Yes, um, he was the rapper for EXO M. Mm-hmm. which we have discussed before and we'll talk about in a second. EXO used to be two groups mm-hmm. um, and he was in the Chinese half. But he um, is Korean. But he is Korean. His emoji representation is a kitty cat. Yeah. He has very cat-like eyes. So He's if you're fit, like, yeah. looking through um, the members and you're trying to learn their faces, Schumann looks like uh, Peter Pan. Yes, I wrote I wrote Pretty Little Elf Boy because like, he's always <laughs> just looked kind of like magical. And yes, yeah. his eyes are like very distinct and kind of cat-like. Mm-hmm. And he has a gummy smile. Yes. Um, and one of my favorite like uh, fandom jokes about Schumann is that like he is a father of four, like that he has a secret family. Um, <laughs> I think it's just because he like... He's always seemed more mature than all of them. Mm-hmm. And there's like a little part of him that seems like he's Tired. over it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just want to go home to my wife and my four kids. Like, that, so that's just like a joke that people make a lot because he, he just yeah. seems like he's got something else going mm-hmm. on outside of He all also this. like doesn't do that much right. outside of X. He's very private. He's very private and he doesn't, um, he, is or was recently on a show called It's Dangerous Outside the Blankets, right. which is sort of like a reality show. Um, but aside from that, he really doesn't participate in variety shows. He's not an actor. He doesn't do like fashion right. spokesperson things. Like he just kind of keeps to himself. Totally. And his wife and four kids. And his wife and four kids. <laughs> um, and then, okay, so next up is Lay. Mm-hmm. Who you've heard me talk about because he's my exo bias. Yes. Um, he is from China though. He's not a Korean member. Mm-hmm. He's the only Chinese member that is still a part of EXO. Correct. And his given Chinese name is Sang Yuxing. Yes. Um, he is like the main one of the main dancers of EXO. Mm-hmm. Um, he was born in 91. 
His emoji representation is a sheep. Yes. Um, he is also really taken on the sheep thing for his solo work. Like, that's not just a fan thing. Like, Lay also acknowledges himself as a sheep. Yeah. Like, his <laughs> last solo album was called, called sheep. sheep. Or his first full solo yeah. album was called Sheep. And it, the lead single off of it was called Sheep. Yes. Um, and so uh, he definitely embraces that. And I just wrote down that he, like, literally does everything because Lay as we've talked about before is um, currently in China he's like doesn't really actively promote with EXO right now because he is such a huge celebrity Mm -hmm. in China right now that he he does everything like he's on variety shows he has a solo album he is the MC for different music shows he is like a UNICEF ambassador and mm, like he promotes like all kinds of different brands Tide Pods and MAC lipstick and all these things yeah he's very famous and very very busy all the time he's very handsome I wrote down sexiest demon very (laughs) sleepy because he's also very very sleepy like back when they use when EXO used to do sleepy. like uh, reality type shows, Lay would always not be around because he was sleep. He was always sleeping. Yeah, he never got camera time because mm-hmm. he was always. Or the camera asleep. would pan back to the van and like <laughs> everyone is loud and awake and he's just knocked out somehow right. sleeping through the chaos. Which is funny that like I feel like I always like see him as such a like sleepy bug, but I also know because he works so hard, he'll say like, "Oh, I only sleep two hours a night. Like I got so much shit mm-hmm. to do." But yeah, anyway, he's so busy. So that's my baby Lay. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, next. Uh, is Baekhyun, mm-hmm. and he is the lead vocal for EXO, and I feel yeah. very confident saying that. I feel like his voice is the majority of what, like, EXO yeah, definitely. is. I would say, because his voice, um, especially at the beginning, like, he and Dio, uh, another member that we'll talk about in a minute, like, he and another member shared most of the, like, verses, but Beck also has most of the ad-libs. Like, Mm -hmm. those major, like, riffs and high notes are usually him. Yes. Um, So he, I wrote, I have on my list, I have Beck Young, lead vocal, shit talker. I do too. He is a shit talker. He is a shit talker. talker. Um, His his emoji representation is he's one of, him and Chanyol are both puppies, but he's mm-hmm. a puppy. Um, he talks too much. He sings so good. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he doesn't really do that much outside of EXO either. Like he is one of the main vocalists and he's very active in social media, but he'll do a lot of like Instagram lives or V lives or, um, I, I yeah. don't know. He posts a lot on social media, but he doesn't really guest on variety shows and stuff unless it's something that is like only about EXO. Right. Um, so like he and Sehun were recently on some like gamer show. It's where like that's his live stream right now is him and Sehun just like Yeah, game. just playing video games. Um, and he, they like play them like with XOLs or whatever, like right. online. Um, he and Chen did that last year. Um, it's like a series that yeah. he's done before. Um, and I also wrote, like, as a way to tell him apart, I don't know, this doesn't help, but I wrote, Baekhyun looked 12 until, like, last year. Yeah, uh, he definitely he's has very, a baby like, face. His, I think, I mean, I think there's a reason why he is the most popular member. Like, that mm-hmm. is a fact. Yeah, he's, he's the, most, the popular. most popular member. Um, because I think he, like, is the perfect encapsulation of those, like, Korean beauty standards. Like, he has a tiny face, which is, like, people really like tiny faces and he has a tiny face 
Um, I don't know. He's he just, just has like a very boyish face yeah. and he's very bubbly and like he's like uh they would say that he has like sort of a beagle personality. Yes, like the, he's pu- very that puppy like, thing. Like he's bouncy like, and like childish. Um and I think that and plus he's such a great singer, like I think that's what, what draws people to him. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. So that's Beckham. Um, next up in age line is Chen. Mm-hmm. Uh, his real name is Chongde, Kim Jongde. Um, he was also in XOM. Mm-hmm. He's another like main vocal. Yeah. We talked really early on about the like subtle differences between a lead vocal and a main vocal. Yeah. And Chen is a main vocal because he sings great and he gets to sing a lot. But like Baekhyun gets the chorus lines, which mm-hmm. like makes him the lead, the lead, you know? Yeah. Um, whereas Chen will really tackle the high notes and mm-hmm. the ad libs. Like I know I just said Beck does a lot of that, but um, Chen does too. Yeah, totally. Um, he, and he was the lead vocal for XOM. Yes, he was the other mm-hmm. Korean member in XOM. Um, his emoji representation is a dinosaur or like yep. sometimes an alligator or a frog because there isn't a dinosaur emoji, but yeah, that's what he gets. He's a little T-Rex. Um, he's very small. He mm-hmm. has like teeny weeny hands. Like his, he, yeah. everything about him is so small. Except for his voice. Yes. His voice is so loud in singing and in speaking. Right. He also has a very whiny voice right. that the members will make fun of him for. Yes. I have a clip to to uh, show you. This is like Jen's catchphrase. He just always goes, like Mm. there's videos and videos and videos on the internet of him. Just like, he's so whiny and that's what they always like give him the most shit about. Yeah. Um, But he's super, super handsome. His face is like so square. It's so angular. Like Mm -hmm. he, I think he looks so good when he has blonde hair and it's kind of like wavy. I love my blonde. Um, And yeah, he's just, he's, he has the voice and the face of an angel. Yeah, totally. Just a little pocket person. He is. And um it was very cute. There was I think we've brought up the show before, but there's this show called Return of Superman where mm-hmm. like celebrity dads take care of their kids. And there was this one actor dad whose youngest son looked exactly like Jen. Yeah. Like so much. Exactly. So he came on an episode and they like hung out together and it was mm-hmm. crazy because they yeah. look like twins. And it was really funny because on that episode Chen is like, it's funny that your son looks so much like me because you look so much like my dad. Yeah. <laughs> really really adorable um but aside from that like chen does nothing outside from exo like he doesn't do fashion modeling he that's does true not do variety shows he doesn't guest on things he doesn't MC. like he just hangs out you're right he i does. don't know what he does but he does but he's not hanging out in the public eye uh, i wish he'd come out with like a solo album or something i would buy that that would be great he has done like the occasional like sm station or like a, yeah he does a lot of sm stations that's that true and, finding like, sugar man ballad, show or whatever king him. of the mask yeah singer. he yeah. does those things he does a lot of singing things yeah singing things yeah. though because like he's a very good singer yeah um okay Next in our age line, still 92 line, uh, it's Chanyol, who is Angelica's favorite. And she just pouted. Like I said his <laughs> name and she just pouted like I slapped her. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> because his existence offends me. <laughs> Uh, so Chanyol is the main rapper of EXO. He was in EXO 
uh, K, mm-hmm. was born in 1992. Uh, he's, he's also the pup. Him and Beckon are the puppies uh-huh. in the emoji thing. Because he also has, like, a very childish charm. Um, he's tall. He's a head taller than the entire rest of the group. Mm-hmm. He's very, very tall. He also has tattoos. Um, he's the only member that has tattoos. So if you're looking for whatever <laughs> physical markers. He also has very big ears mm-hmm. and, like, a very pouty mouth. Mm-hmm. Um... And he's the bane of your existence. (laughs) He's hideous, and I hate him. Um, But no, I love him. He's great. Um, He is super active on social media as well. He loves an Instagram live. Um, He also is like a fashion model for Tommy Hilfiger. Um, And what else does he do? He does. He was on that episode of like Master Key, and I feel like he does a lot of like producing and composing yeah, for fun. He does. He definitely he has, like, does a that. SoundCloud account. Um, yeah. He'll upload like a song he wrote on SoundCloud a lot. Like mm-hmm. you said, he loves, he loves a live. He yeah. was doing this thing for a while where like he just wouldn't sleep and he'd go on live at like two o'clock in the morning and like watch music videos or like call people. Mm-hmm. And just, it was a very, he just like, he loves attention. Yeah. Which is loves- fine. They all, you know, whatever. I mean, he's a celebrity. He's fine. a celebrity, but I, yeah, my notes say puppy, tall, fuckboy tattoos. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. that's why I hate Chanyeol because he's so like adorable and sweet, and then he'll get on stage, and suddenly you're just like, excuse you, don't look at me that way. Yeah, like he gets he turns the fuckboy charm on, and it's rude. Yeah, and he also like decided this year that he was just gonna get like stupid buff for no reason. Like and absurd. I'm, like, not he was just gonna like it. turn himself into the bicep emoji, and like that's what he is now. And not about why? it. But why? whatever. I am, but I'm not. Why do you do this to me, Chanyeol? <sighs> this is just the beginning of. As you will hear, we have a lot of like hatred towards EXO. Deep love, but it's mostly <laughs> hatred. They're just. <laughs> Exortionists. <laughs> she, I need you guys to know, she has a whole paper that she won't let me see of like just exo puns. So this is going to be a long day. Uh, It'll be extraordinary. Okay. Time. Here we go. Next. Now we've moved into the 93 line, the only person on the 93 line, and that's Dio. Okay. And Dio is the other main vocal. I feel like he, if you put them in order of who gets the most lines, it would go like Baekhyun, Dio, Chin. Mm-hmm. Because whereas Baekhyun does a lot of the, he gets a lot of the chorus lines, Dio gets a lot of the the main verse yes. lines. Dio has, like his um, given name is Kyungsu, and he his name is Do Kyungsu. Yeah, his so last like, name is Do, so yeah, then just like make Um, But he has like a very pretty, um, I don't want to say generic voice, but sort of like his voice doesn't necessarily have like the character that Baekhyun and Chen do, um, but he has a beautiful, solid It's like so good and so solid. Mm -hmm. And like, yeah, like you said, it is like there's something kind of familiar about it. Like, yeah. yeah. And I also feel like it's funny because to me, his voice doesn't match his like appearance appearance at all because he's also very small he's very small but he's got this like very like there's a very like boy next door i don't i i don't know i honestly like i feel like i have face blindness when it comes to kyungsu because i literally forget about him all the time yeah his voice defines many exo songs and i like if i'm not looking directly at him i forget he exists right so 
Yeah. He also, I feel like, is that there's something about him where I feel like where other people, he's also, he's the most, if you ask me, like, the most private member of EXO. Definitely. Like, because if there are shows like Showtime or Exomentary or whatever, he does not show up. Like, if he doesn't Mm -hmm. have to be on camera, he He chooses not to be. Yeah. Um, And then he also, for, like, several years, just had, like, a buzz cut. Like, Mm -hmm. he didn't, I feel like he doesn't get the same, like, fun haircuts as everyone else. (laughs) Like, Well, I don't think he wants wants them. No, he, right. like, purpose, like, they just released these season greetings uh, teaser uh-huh. images, and everybody is, like, showing under all a their blazer, titties. except for Dio. He's right. wearing, like, a high-necked blouse underneath Oh, yeah, blazer. I bet I can, I bet I wouldn't, um, I don't know for sure, but I bet he's never showed a lick of skin ever in a I'm sure he's never time. been seen in anything less than a t-shirt. Like, I would bet <laughs> money on it. Um, he's very conservative. He's also, um, he has terrible vision. Yes. And so a lot of times he, like, does, I feel like Dio gets um, sort of a bad rap a lot of times because he is very quiet and so he keeps to himself. He doesn't have like a loud personality and he often cannot see because yeah. he's not wearing glasses or contact. He has like an astigmatism so he right. can't really wear contacts. So when he's sitting on stage like a lot of times he looks like he's frowning because he's like squinting in order see. to see. Yeah. Um, yeah. So a lot of the members will talk about how like when they first met him they thought he was like very angry or <laughs> mad at him and they were, he was like oh no I just I I just can't, can't see, see you. Um, <laughs> oh and I forgot to mention he he's a penguin that's what emoji oh, yeah. he gets mm-hmm. he's a penguin yeah. but he actually does do a lot of acting yes he's very he's a private really popular he's actor a very popular actor um whereas like suho will do a lot of like tv shows um dio does a lot of movies like real ass like, movies real feature length films yeah. yeah and he's been lauded for his acting oh, yeah. i've never seen any of his movies but i've heard that he's very good when i was on the plane to korea there's this movie that he's in that's like he's a wrestler who like gets gets a head injury and becomes blind and then his like good for nothing criminal brother has to come take care of him mm. because he's blind now and I refused to watch it because it looked really sappy and dumb but everyone around me was watching it so I saw the whole movie like silently through other people's screens and he was very good at acting blind because he just because he kind of is he kind of is um, okay we're almost through the current members oh my god this is taking so long I knew it would okay I mean there's so many of them I know it's okay. not our fault so we're we're, now we're getting we're There's down an excessive amount of ah! members. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Okay. Now we're at the Magne line. 1994. Uh Kai. Kai Kim is Kim Jong in is his real name. Uh he's the main dancer. He's so sexy. He's too sexy, too sensitive, too laughy is yeah. what I wrote. Down. Yeah. And that's Fully but it's all fine. Accurate. Like yeah. he's so beautiful. He is the only one who from their debut stage has had stage presence. Like if you're trying to figure out which one he is, like which one draws your eye it's when cut. you're watching they, you'll, you them dance. Him. Like he's um he was originally just training to be a dancer. Like he was right. originally training to be a ballet dancer and then he auditioned for SM. So he's an incredible dancer. Um and yeah, so like you can really spot him. Yes. His emoji is a bear. Mm-hmm. Um and he also has an a, a nick a fandom nickname which is Nini. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where it comes from. But I think it comes from his name Jong in oh, yeah, yeah. Nini. Okay, cute. Mm-hmm. Um, so the members call him that too. It's really yeah. Precious. He is a very sweet boy. Um, but it's really funny. Like he's we've said I think we've said this before, but he's like best friends with Timin from Shiny. Mm-hmm. Like since they were little boys, like yeah. best best friends. Timin is the reason Kai auditioned yeah. for them. And I think that they both have that kind of like ditzy 
There's just like, I feel yeah. like they shouldn't be left like left alone together. I bet they lose so many things. And they, oh like, my God. Yeah. Kai was asked once recently, like, why do you always carry a, uh, a brown paper bag when you go to the airport? And he said, oh, well, I was always losing my bags. And so this way, like I can just throw my wallet and my keys and my phone in a brown paper bag. And like, I, I don't uh-huh. know. I don't lose that one. <laughs> Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, but Kai is also, he also does lots of modeling because like yeah. we've said, he's, he's incredibly so handsome and tall and like very he's, photogenic. He's who you want to put clothes on. He has like 0% body fat. Right. Um, <laughs> so yeah, he's like always modeling. Um, he has done some acting, but mostly his extra exocurricular activities <laughs> are fashion related. Yeah. Uh, so that's our sweet Kai. Um, now it's time for the baby, the Makne, sweet Sehun. Um, that's his real name and his real stage name, name and stage name. He was born in 94 and he's one of the other rappers in EXO. Mm-hmm. He was in EXO K. Yeah, he's both a key member of the rap line and also the dance line. Like, the dance line was sort of Lei, Kai, and Sehun. Yeah. Um, And Chanyol, Kai, and Sehun, and Schumann-ish are like the rap line The rap line, line quote-unquote. Mm-hmm. Um, so Sehun is the maknae, but if you ask me, for the last four years, he's looked older than all of them. Yeah. When um. we first got into EXO, it was during their Lucky One promotions right. because we looked at Sehun in that blazer and we were like, who's the dilf with the eyebrows? Yes, he looks like, like a hot dad, yeah. but mm-hmm. he's younger than all of them. He's younger than so all funny. of them. He's tall. His shoulders so are so broad. Um, and he's so gay. Um <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, the number of times that he has said, I like men. Like, if you are a Sehun stan and you still deny the fact that he's, like, gay. I'm sorry. He's gay. Um, Allegedly, just in case this bites us in the ass in five years. But you know what I mean? I wrote, seriously, I wrote on my paper, I wrote, too hot, too young, too gay. Yeah, like, I mean, remember when he posted those pictures with his, like, sugar daddy chef in the the Bahamas? Or I don't know where they were. Like, they went on some sexy beach vacation. Like, Get it soon. Yeah. So Love he's it. really, really, really attractive. And yeah. I feel like so that's, beautiful. That's what you need to he know. He has this soon. like glare. He has really, really long. He has big the bitchiest bitch face, but it's like, like a hot bitch face yeah, that makes sexy you be like, bitch face. Ooh, I want to know what you're mad about. Mm-hmm. But then he breaks into a smile and you realize like, oh, he wasn't, it's not a bitch face. He was just yeah. like, I feel like he's one of those people like of everyone in EXO to me stage Sehun and regular Sehun are the most different. Yeah. Because he, like, in real life, he's just, like, unbusted or whatever. Mm -hmm. He just seems, like, very sweet and very shy and kind of giggly and small. But when he goes on stage, he looks like he could kill you with his eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. But he's very sweet. Um, Sometimes he seems kind of ditzy in a, like, very endearing way. Um, In that Makme baby way that he's allowed to. Like, And he and Suho, the leader, are, like, best friends. And they're friendship is really adorable yes they used to live together and they finally like stopped living together yeah. like sometime well, they used to last share year a room. yeah, yeah like, that's the members I mean. live together but they used to share a room and they just recently stopped sharing a room and everybody was like um, very sad about it yeah like no it's the end of an era because their their banter is adorable yeah okay so that's all of the current members of exo mm-hmm. and then i didn't write down a ton for these other for the formers okay, but we'll just, just hit, them, real hit fast. them so if you want to know more about these people and how they came to not be an EXO anymore, please listen to our contract disputes episode because we're not going to go back over that today. Yeah. Because we did it in we, great detail. 
already like did. 10 episodes yeah. ago. Okay. So former members, there was Chris, mm-hmm. who was the leader of XOM, because mm-hmm. there used to be two leaders because there were two groups. Yeah. Uh, he was born in 1990, and his real name is Wu Yifan. He is Chinese, but he's also Canadian. Canadian. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, he was the first to leave. XL. Yeah, he was the first to leave. He currently does, like, solo stuff. Um, he's put out a solo album. He's been in a couple movies. Um, including a, a Vin Diesel movie, which is, like, Including a Vin biggest. Diesel movie and that, like, super weird Cara Delevingne, like, sci-fi movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, Valerian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. I forgot about um, that. Didn't see it though. Then there's Lou Han, right? He was the lead vocal of XOM, and I also mm-hmm. saw that he was the face. Like, yeah, he was the visual of XOM. He has an even smaller face than mm-hmm. Beckett, <laughs> and he really does look like Peter Pan yes. in a different way than, than Schumann, Schumann does, does because Schumann has like those cat eyes. Lou Han just has like this perfect little doll face. Like mm-hmm. he's so pretty, um, and a lot for a lot of his time in XOM, they gave him kind of like a perm where he had like like wavy hair it was very beautiful yeah um he was the second to leave um so chris was the leader of xom and uh part of the rap line luhan was lead Lead vocal vocal and visual um luhan has like a very very successful solo career in china um he's super rich he has a hot girlfriend whom he like put on his own Weibo account, like, this is my girlfriend. Like, y'all want to fight about it? Like, yeah. he's very... Mm-hmm. Lu, no one tells Luhan what to do anymore. Because yeah, no. he's, like, one of the richest people in China. Yeah. And uh, he's on, like, this sort of, like, China's best dance crew style show. Um, he's he's very busy. Yes. So is the very last former member, Tao. Ji um, Tao is his Zitao. real name. Mm-hmm. I can't speak Chinese, so if I said that with the wrong in- inflection, I'm sorry. But that's where it we came from. Um, uh, but he yeah. was born in 93, and he was mm-hmm. a rapper for XOM. Yeah, he's also he, like a martial artist, acrobat kind of guy. Yeah, he's like a world champion a martial artist or something, and he was the maknae of, of XOM. Mm-hmm. Um, he also has a very successful solo career in China as well. I don't think he's as busy or successful as Lu Han. Right. Um, Lu Han is definitely like the most successful EXO member, yeah. I think. Um, but yeah, so yeah. Tao's still around. Tao's very active on social media. Um, and that's that. They are no longer a part of, of the group. Okay. Well, that was the members. We mm-hmm. got all of the like deets out of the way. So yes. like we did in the shiny episode, I think now we're just going to like, Go through their timeline, play a couple clips of some of their, like, singles, talk about how we felt about them, all of that stuff. Yeah. So, to begin, mm-hmm. the general concept of X. Oh, yes. There we go. Is was that there were two groups. So they debuted as two separate entities. There was yes. XOK, which had six members. They were all Korean and they sang in Korean. And there was XOM, which had six members, three of whom were Korean, three of whom were man- for Chinese, and they sang in Mandarin. They sang the same songs as XOK, but just like Mandarin right. versions. And they promoted separately and they made separate music videos. Um, and it was just like all separate Mm -hmm. um because they wanted to i guess sm just wanted to like try to be as global yeah this was like this was one of we've talked about them before like lisa man who who used to be in charge of sm um he's stepped back in recent years but he always had these kind of grand ideas for what groups could be um and this was another one of his little experiments of like a you know a multi a multi-country like 
group. Um, but as you see, as we move through the timeline, like they didn't stick to them being two separate groups for very long yeah. because it's a weird thing to do. It's weird to do. And also it was, it became very obvious very quickly that XOK was promoted over XOM. Like yes. it was very uneven, which is one of the reasons three of the Chinese members left um, because they just like weren't getting really what they signed yeah, up for. Yeah, and I totally, like, see how that's mm-hmm. really, like, it makes perfect sense that, like, SM Entertainment has all of these ties with all of these Korean music shows, and they know how to promote in Korea. Yeah. But then to just, like, slap together a Chinese group where, like, China doesn't have the same musical show culture, bleh, same music show culture, or, like, you know, and, and I, yeah. I bet they didn't have the right ties mm-hmm. in China to be getting at them on TV all yeah. the time. Like, it, But meh. there were also weird instances in which, like, XOK went to Mexico to promote and to perform, but XOM didn't. And but so, XOM got to tour with Super Junior as their openers, like, at yeah. one point. So, I don't know. It was all it was separate. Just, yeah, it was all very weird and separate. Um, another main concept of EXO that like comes up all the time is that every member of EXO has a superpower. Right. Um, We've talked about this a billions of times. We talked about this. We go more in depth in this, uh, in our concepts episode. We talk about, we break down like what the fuck (laughs) powers are and all that bullshit. Um, Basically they were supposed to be like these six guardian, these like 12 guardians of like different universal elements or whatever. And they were like separated Tree of life, or world, or whatever, blah blah blah. Um, anyway, that's that comes up a lot. Yeah. So, I, and I'm just gonna say right now because there's a very good chance that like some diehard XOLs have found this podcast and are listening to it right now. Like, we don't care about the like conspiracy theory powers path code. Like, I don't care. So we're yeah, not gonna no, talk no, no, about no. it. We're not I'm gonna t- go into it. There's so <laughs> part of the reason that we're bringing this up is because XO has a super complicated concept. Like, it's so elaborate. And there are, like, like there are teasers and shit they'll release that's, like, on the eclipse of, like, yeah, and then 4 a.m. And or scrambled letters. And, like, I, I'm just not the type to care about those kinds of yeah. things. I know some people love that stuff. Mm-hmm. I know that's, like, a huge part of BTS fandom is, like, getting all in mm-hmm. all the teasers and figuring it out. Yeah. But, like, and I don't care. And it is a huge part of the XOL fandom. <laughs> yeah, like, but the conspiracy theories and, like, reading into all of the connections are a big part of it. And it's even something that, like, it's it still happens. Like, this recent comeback, Don't Mess Up My Tempo, is them, like, getting out of Of a cube that a, they got put in 10 music videos ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, it's all connected. <laughs> okay. Let's get into it. So, ooh. Um, interestingly enough, let's see. The first thing I have on their timeline, just to mention it, um, on December 11th, 2011, a few members of EXO got to be part of this big SM showcase at mm-hmm. one of the year-end uh, shows. We'll be doing an episode about that in about a month, um, but there's all these, like, year-end shows. Um, so during the SM extravaganza, a couple of EXO members got to be a part of it, and they were called out on the banner as, like, Crystal, so-and-so, and EXO. Mm-hmm. So no one knew who they were or their names yet, but that was the first time yeah. that like three of them appeared on TV and were credited as EXO. So like, okay, it's a mm-hmm. real thing now. Um, then on March 9th, 2012, they had a pre-debut music video. Yeah. Um, and that song is called History. And here's a little snippet of it.
Yeah, so that's history. Um, I thought it was interesting to read that, like, it wasn't, it, like, peaked at 88 on the chart. So it's not like this was an immediate smash out the gate, like, wow, excellent. Like, no one really paid attention to history. Mm -hmm. Uh, It eventually became, like, a fandom meme because the choreography... They put their hands yeah. in their pocket. You have to wear baggy pants. And they they wear like in their silvery pockets. harem pants. And the beginning of the choreography is them with their butts to the audience. And they just like shake their pants. Yeah, they put their hands in their pockets and they go shake their yeah, pants. And they it's- just like shake their pockets. It's really weird. <laughs> um, there's the styling of this music video. It's just like a lot of chrome and fringe. And, like, really bad face tattoos um, for Kai in particular. Uh, I wrote when we watched, because we did a couple weekends ago, we, like, watched all of these together mm-hmm. um, just to, like, get ready. Um, and we d- we said that this song sounded like TVXQ. Yeah. Which makes sense for the time, like, 2012 mm-hmm. SM. It, like, makes sense yeah. that, that it kind of sounds like that. It kind of looks like the Ring Ding Dong video a little yeah, bit. Yeah, d- as like, far as the styling goes. And it has a lot of auto-tune in it, like, EXO had that sort of, like, noise electronic background is very common for EXO. They do it even still today um, in their more recent albums. But, like, that noisy instrumental in the background is, like, very much what EXO does. Um, and But this one has a lot of auto-tune in it. It does. I think they sort of, like, fade out later on. Because EXO is filled with very good singers. Yes. So they don't need the auto-tune. And I think we'll see as we go through these, like, how their music has sort of changed to mm-hmm. uh, adapt to their talents better as opposed to Definitely. just, like, writing music for 12 boys. It's yeah. It's very crazy. Um, okay. So that was history pre-debut. Um, and then in their- April... Yeah, their official debut. Official debut. Uh, this was promoted separately, yes? Like, mm-hmm. two groups. Yeah. Um, this song? They two different music videos, and only XOK promoted on Korean music shows. Right. Um, so the debut single was called Mama, and here it is. That was a Dio high note there, like we talked about uh, before. Also, I think I was wrong. I think the Kai face tattoos are in Mama. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah, yeah. screaming into the camera. Um, so this this song is crazy. I remember like, okay, so we're gonna have to get into like our own personal histories with EXO. Um, but like I remember this is a song I immediately liked. It took me years to care to learn any of their names or think about EXO, but I was always buying their music on iTunes. So I've had Mama on my iPod for like six years. This is my origin story. Um, Yeah. The the Mama music video is what got me into K-pop. Like, I remember that you... We've talked about this a little bit before, but... um, I didn't immediately become an XOL because, like, after I got into this, uh, well, Shannon had showed me, like, a few different things, and then I was doing research on my own, and I, like, saw the history one, was like, okay, I'm intrigued, and then I saw the mama one, and just, like, the drama of it hooked me. I was Mm -hmm. like, I don't know what this is, but I'm into it. Um, 
it has this like super over the top um, introduction with like this deep voice that we thought was Dumbledore. We feel but like it's, it's got to be Michael Gambon because it sounds like him for the first couple of uh-huh. sentences, and then it doesn't. And sound then it doesn't like sound like him anymore. So like I don't maybe know. they did get him to read a line or two, mm-hmm. and then reworked the concept and had to get a new like Amer- a different guy to do voiceover. Guy. But anyway, <laughs> I was just like immediately hooked by this, and then when I started to look into EXO a little bit more, I was like, oh god, there's twelve members and like their fans were so much younger than me at the time that I was like okay I'm not going to invest in this group right um but that that is that's this is my gateway yeah that's so it's so beautiful mm-hmm. just to think about um it was very funny when we watched this video recently cuz I hadn't seen it in years uh, we thought they all look dead-eyed and scared, like yeah. especially in the performances of this song. They Their look so new, stages. and they just like, oh, oh, they don't. Oh, it's Kai like, is the only one who has stage presence. Yeah. The only one. And weirdly enough, uh, when we watched the XOM version of this, Kai is in it. They put him in the front he's of the in dance the front triangle. of the dance breaks, and I'm like, excuse me. And he me, gets all the close-ups. Like, yeah. and he's not in M, he's but not they in were XOM. like, this guy. This one, he can have all the camera So, time. like, basically what I'm saying is from debut, XOM was disrespected. That's very true. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Mama went to number one in Korea, and the Chinese version went to number two in China. So, it was very successful. Um, they won Best New Group at the Mamas. They won the Newcomer Award, the Golden Discs. So, like, their debut was pretty great for them. Yeah. People were into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, I guess we'll just move right along. So then May of that next year, which is 2013, uh, then they put out their first, because uh, uh, Mama was an EP, so mm-hmm. it was little. They put out their first full album, which was called XOXO. Like the letters. Letters, X-O-X-O. Yeah. And the single for that one is Wolf. And I we both hate this song, so the clip I chose is what I consider to be the only good part of the song. Okay. No, I can't. I can't even let it get to it. Yeah, okay. That song sucks. Um, <laughs> perfect example of our uh, noise rock yes. garbage. This is like the mm. noisiest song ever. Yeah. And, but this is sort of like a, so Mama was the first single that they ever really released and promoted, but Wolf is the first song that they promoted together. So it was their 12 member debut. Um, so it was sort of like a secondary debut almost. Yes. Cause they did, yeah. Like you just said, joint promotions. Mm-hmm. So they were performing as 12 people, and it was like, uh, see, this was my first memory of XO is Wolf mm-hmm. because of a We Got Married episode. We can talk about it another day. Um, but Tamey needed all of XO to help him with a romantic surprise, and their stage outfits were like brown. <laughs> basketball uniforms and they all had like no less than four bandanas tied on them somewhere and i was like this is crazy there are too many boys in this they look like they little terrible like and this song is so dumb yeah and the the choreography is really crazy yeah they start like as this like tree they're all like holding each other in this crazy way and they lean and they make a tree in the wind 
But anyway, and then like, I, I, is it like Chanyol whose like claws come out of it? <laughs> yeah, no. Chogi wa. Chogi wa. Um, but even if we don't like Wolf, everyone else did because this album sold a million copies, which was the first time that a Korean album had sold a million copies in 12 years since G.O.D. sold a million copies. Wow. So it was a big deal. Yeah. And this sort of like immediately cemented EXO as a, as a phenomenon. Yeah. Because like until fairly recently, like EXO had the biggest fan base. They, they like were the shit and the top. Um, for a very long time. Yeah, and this was the beginning of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so next uh, is the re in August. They did a repack for XOXO, and this is when I like this for a long time was my favorite XO song. Mm-hmm. Um, and this repack was called Growl, mm-hmm. and here's what that song sounds like. Me too. Um, and again, it's not noisy in the background. It's not like this noisy. is the first one, and this is not to say that there aren't B sides off of these previous albums that are good. Right, but like this are. was their first lead single that I think actually highlighted the vocal the vocal talent that they have. Yeah, and the EXO loves a choreography where the camera has to follow them around yes. because there's so many of them that they do a lot of like camera tricks of members sort of like appearing and disappearing yeah. in different like numbers of them. Being being on on film at once. Right. Um, and the dance practice of this is really great. It's one um, of my favorite, like, K-pop videos of all time. Yeah. Like, I, again, before I even knew or cared who any of them were, mm-hmm. I would watch this dance practice yeah. over and over and over again. Yeah, and the only one whose name or face I knew was, was Kai. Kai, yes, mm-hmm. for a very long time. And again, only because he was Taemin's best friend. Did I have Kai any is the idea only person I knew yeah. who he was. And again, he draws your eye. It's not... He does. He's very handsome and he's very good at dancing. Um, but one of the things about Growl that I think is cool is that, again, they were promoting All Is 12 like they had for Wolf because this was the repack. But what I thought was really cool is in the Growl choreography, you start out looking at six of them and then the camera turns around and it's mm-hmm. another six, but they were mixed up M and K. So yeah. it wasn't just like XOK gets this first and XOM gets this first. Mm-hmm. It was like a, a very mixed It was mixed all mixed up. together. It was all mixed together. Yeah. Growl and is excellent. Growl, growl is excellent. And just as a as a call out, it is the first iteration of E. X O, which happens a couple more times throughout their career. Sehun says it. There's hand motions. Yeah, it's a thing. Um, so yeah, Growl was great. Uh, it won Song of the Year that year, an Album of the Year, all of that. Um, so let's see, November 2013. That's when EXO Showtime premiered. This was one of this was a 12 part reality show. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very good. I, if you can still, if you can find it, I like. I, I believe think it's a great, most of it is on YouTube. Um, at least the first few episodes are, and with English subs. Um, yeah. When when I like finally decided, like, okay, I'm gonna get into EXO, which was not until Coco Bop came out. Um, I went back and I watched EXO Showtime, and I was like, oh no, now I care 
care about all the members that yeah. aren't even there anymore. Yeah. My favorite ex- episode of Showtime, if you can only watch one, there's a really great episode where they put them all in separate karaoke rooms and then they have to try to answer a question mm-hmm. with all the same answer. And you wouldn't believe how bad they are at it. And they start to go crazy and yeah. it's super funny. It is very funny. That Just that clip is available <laughs> on YouTube. You can definitely find it. Um, and it's, but I mean, that game is like with 12 members. 12 it's impossible it's just like to one get person all 12 has to do it people to yeah. like get, think the same thing. Anyway, Extra Showtime's great. Highly recommend. Yes. Okay. So end of 2013, this is the first time that EXO does something that they're going to do, as far as we know, for the rest of their career. Uh, they put out a winter EP. Yes. Uh, the one in 2013 was called Miracles in December. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the album art is like a really, really cheesy picture of them in green and like standing in a, in a tree Christmas tree shape. There's so many of them. So cute. Um, yeah. So that was their first, mir- first, uh, winter EP, which they do a bunch of times. Uh, yeah, they do almost every year. They come out with like a special winter album. <clears throat> and uh, at the end of 2013 is when they won their day song at uh, Golden Disc and at the Soul Music Awards. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about it in our Shiny episode. Shiny also won a very big award that year. And there's like beautiful video of like when Shiny wins their award, like Kai cries so hard and Aww. he like goes and finds Tamian and he's just like a wreck. And like, it's so cute. They're best as best friends. And it makes me so happy. Um, okay. So that was 2013. May 2014, uh, there's an, they put out a new EP and it is called Overdose. Mm-hmm. The single is called Overdose. Um, and let me play a clip before we talk about it anymore. <laughs> Okay, over. I love that song. I love this song too. Um, but the, the weird choreography is so—it's super cool. good. There's a really cool part where member a member like half of them kneel down and then the others get behind and it looks like they're like knocking their head around. Yeah, they're like, like drumming on their heads crazy. and their heads are like going down into the side. Oh, it's so it's good. super cool. So but good. so uh, the weird thing about overdose though that I feel like it's funny now, like everything that happened after it, but. For some reason, for Overdose, they decided to go back to separate promoting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which they had just done two albums as 12, and everyone loved it, so I don't know why they decided to go back. Maybe it was something along the... Maybe there were complaints or something, like, I don't know. It's it's hard to say why they chose to do that, but they suddenly went back, and, like, there is a music core performance with all of the members, but they also released two separate music videos, and they did do separate music show performances. Yes. Like, there are phenomenal XOM uh, stages that I think happened in China. Like, they weren't typical Korean music shows. Right. Um, So, like, they shipped XOM off to go promote this song in China and then had XOK do it here or yes. there in Korea. Um, but as ta- as we talked about in our contract dispute episode, so I'm getting, I'm just going to quickly jump over this. Mm-hmm. Eight days after the overdose video and album drops, Chris sues SM to leave. Mm-hmm. So ugh, here we go. Now yeah. we're doing it was that. A, it was a shock to everyone and it was like a very... Um, 
nasty legal battle. Yes. There were a lot of accusations thrown around, um, a lot of honestly a story that is very different from the story chris tells now um but yeah yeah so go back to that episode if you want to hear all the deets Mm -hmm. but weird so that happened like right after this song comes out they had also already sold out all of the tickets for their first concert exo from exo planet number one the lost planet is the name of this tour we'll talk about mm-hmm. all their weird tour names um this concert sold out in 1.47 seconds amazing <laughs> like it's crazy and it went until december of the next year which means as this so they like uh, from what i read that at the first lost planet episode or uh concert there were all these signs up at the merch booth that were like if you pre-ordered chris merch sorry it's all got like and they had to reshoot posters like a day before to have a Chrysalis poster. Yikes. But then in the middle of the tour, Luhan left. Yeah. So they lost two members during this like first concert tour, which I'm sure was like crazy. Um, yeah. I just read about like frantic merch changes because oh, yeah, they like yeah, lost yeah. members in the middle. Um, so yeah, go to another episode if you want to hear all about that. I'm going to move on. Uh, yes. December 2014th, second winter album, but this time they just made it a live album of the concert that I just talked about. Okay. But there was a new single on it called December 2014, The Winter Tale. Um, and that was the single, the, uh, the single for their winter live album. And I wrote, this uh, live album went to number one on the Guyon chart, and I wrote in my own notes that I love this album. It's a very good live album, and I like it a lot. It has, like, all the members' solo songs on it, and it's really good. Awesome. Um, okay, so that was 2014. Done it. We're getting yep, through that's it. that's 2014, so now we're moving on to 2015. 2015. Uh, so they start another concert tour. This is very frustrating, I found, when looking through their stuff. is like, EXO has been constantly on tour since 2014. EXO is constantly on tour. The number, they've... Uh, Honestly, I think they've had more tours than they have studio albums because this tempo album is only their sixth one, but they have like seven concert tours. Four. No they've way. done four, but they spread out for so they go yeah. on for so long. Yeah. Cause like they're yeah. constantly on tour. They're constantly, constantly on tour. So this first concert that we talked about where like they lost members and it was crazy went from May to December. Then in. March of the next year, they start another concert tour. This was Exoplanet 2, The Exolution. Mm. I have better puns than that. Yeah, that's okay. Um, Okay, so then at the end of March, while they're on tour, uh, they release their next full album. This one is called Exodus. Yep. And the single... Uh, I'll get to the single in a second just because before we get to it, this was like the first instance of like teasers and craziness. Yeah. They did this thing called Path Code mm-hmm. where they basically put out different videos of all of the members in different cities and they would just like be doing vague things and like, oh, there's clocks and like lots of weird stuff to throw you off. And so apparently at this time, all of the fans were just like going bananas trying to figure out what the path code teasers meant. Mm-hmm. But apparently, if you just took the city, all it was was if you took the cities that each of these weird videos took place in and mixed it up, it spelled 
call me baby. Yeah. And I think that there was also something maybe at the end of the teasers, like maybe some numbers or something right, that, like, that would drop <laughs> like when it was going to come out yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, this was the first uh, 10 member promotion because Chris and Luann had left and Tao is still there at this time. Yes. So uh, this is this is my favorite EXO video of all time still to this day. Music um, video. Music video. And uh, here is Call Me Baby. Oops, sorry, I ended it too soon. I was just getting my groove on. I'm so sorry. It's it's too good. It's such a good song. And the music video is song. really good. Yeah, this is a fantastic example of example, example. of um EXO's love of like camera work. Um there's so many like from start to finish, this this music video like really takes advantage of like members appearing as if from nowhere. This is also the first time that we watched a, an EXO music video and we're like, oh, there's there's more hot ones than yes. just Kai. Um, Still didn't learn any names. No, no, no. Acknowledged that yeah, there were other acknowledge ones. Acknowledged <laughs> that there was a blonde that was hot. Lay. That was Lay. <laughs> there was a uh, curly-haired one that was hot. Chen. That was Chen. And there was a green-jacketed one that was hot. Suho. That was Suho. <laughs> and after Call Me Baby came out, I learned Suho's name because I watched Exciting India, yes. which is a variety show. Suho went on with Mino, Mino where they like traveled to India um, and were just sort of like trying they were like learning about Indian culture and like spreading the word of K-pop in India yeah so um, yeah at this point yeah. new Kai so now I know Kai and Suho's name yes and that is all that's all and I know Chen's face true um so that was uh Exodus Call Me Baby um I wrote that Playboy is on this album ugh that's like that's the start like we haven't brought this up yet, but like we truly believe EXO to be sex demons and that like their whole concept seems to have always been like excessively mm-hmm. horny. And even when I didn't really like them, I was like, why is this group so horny? Like, cause I'd seen videos of like other songs yeah. and stage performances and being like, really? Wow. It's, it's ridiculous. And I'll talk about it more. Like it goes all the way back to like their inception. Um, but yeah, they're just, they're demonic and they, I just, okay. We can get back to it. Um, next thing on the timeline, I just noted it uh, because. Wait, it's- I'd like to point out before oh, we ahead. move on that when we watched the Call Me Baby video, I wrote, Chris is gone and now they're having fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Because for the first time, they like actually look like they're having fun on stage. Like, because we watched the Call Me Baby music video, we also watched a performance of theirs. Uh-huh. And like, there's so many stages before the Call Me Baby where they just look like a feared yeah. for their lives. Um, and I think, I think Chris like was a big cause of stress. Honestly. I agree. He like had a, a bad daddy. attitude. Yeah. And I, I wrote it down. I didn't say it earlier, but in the history video, I wrote Chris isn't even trying cause he isn't. And no, he looks mad not. the whole time. Yeah. Anyway, you good read it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So next thing I have on the timeline, just because it's funny to note. May 25th, 2015, XO Next Door premieres. Mm. This was a 16-episode web, web drama that starred Dio, Chanyol, Sehun, and Baekhyun. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of XO made little cameos. Yeah. But it was basically the prem. Chanyol was the star. I have never watched a second of this because the GIFs caused me so much secondhand embarrassment. I don't even want to watch it. But... 
the premise was that like Chanyol grew up next door to like a girl and now he's famous Exo Chanyol and he mm-hmm. moves back in and then the girl like yeah. oh Exo lives next door to me like yeah. I guess that was the premise it's literally just the group Exo lives next door to you yeah what so, would happen if so that was so they thing. play like weird versions of themselves I've heard that Chanyol is like a jerk in it yeah like, that's his character he's the he's, main character yeah. and he also in the credits has like a young version so I assumed it was like him mm. and the girl are childhood friends and now yeah, he's yeah, moved yeah. back in or whatever but because of EXO next door I feel like a lot of the personalities that people put on the EXO members come from this come dumb from show that, yeah. like so many people think that Chanyol is a dick because he was a dick on EXO next door mm. and he's very Maybe he sweet is. No, he's no, not. He's, not. he's a fuck boy. He's but a he's fuck a boy, nice, but he's not but mean. He's a nice boy. Okay, next. June 2nd, 2015. My favorite EXO song of all time. Hands down, the end. This was the repack to Exodus, and it was called Love Me Right. Mm-hmm. The single is also called Love Me Right. And I put this clip at my favorite moment, which is at the end where the song just like really goes crazy for like two whole minutes. So Great. here you go. to fade it because it literally just does that for a whole other minute like it, it has the best outro ever and it just like keeps going yeah that um, song is great I love that song I think it like one of the things I haven't mentioned this yet but I feel like one of the things that I love so much about EXO is that unlike other K-pop groups like I feel like Shiny never used it enough, but like EXO takes advantage of how many members they have. And so there's always like beautiful heart. Like there's yeah, more harmonies totally. in EXO music than other people's. There's a lot of layered vocals in it. And I think that throughout the years, they've gotten a lot better at like diversifying the layers. Like at first you, it's like mostly layered of like Beck, Chen and Dio, but now like they're including more members or whatever, but they've always had great great combos and harmonies and different things. Yeah. Like um, I love Love Me Right, but I only ever watch the dance practice because in the music video, they're wearing American football uniforms, but yeah. they don't know how to play football. No, they do not. They really, it's like <laughs> embarrassing how little they, they know, know about, about football. actual football. Uh, both of us grew up in Texas, so we know a lot about how football <laughs> is is played. It's supposed to work. Um, and so it's very embarrassing to watch them try to play football, but there is a really fantastic fan-made video that is basically like it it takes the love me right video and it makes it it takes uh, the audio from the high school musical trailer right and Mm -hmm. then like the video with the video from love me right and it works so perfectly it's so good yeah um yeah i love it the other thing i do love about the love me right video is that at one point they're all wearing like full canadian tuxedo like full denim canadian Uh tuxedos and lay doesn't have a shirt on love that uh so then so this love me right comeback Tao didn't participate because of an injury yes but after the day after this promotion is when he also left the group yeah so Tao is featured in the like vocals of this album of this album 
He is not in the music video, and he didn't participate in any of the promotions because he was injured. And then, pretty much, like as it was about two wrapped, months after, yeah, 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 he he was out. It was announced that he was gone too. Yes. Um. Okay. So the rest of 2014 was, or 2015, excuse me, mm-hmm. is very interesting. Um. In November, they had their Japanese debut mm-hmm. with a Japanese version of "Love Me Right" that's called "Romantic Universe" because they say that yeah. in the song they say "Romantic." universe like somewhere so that's what the japanese version was Mm -hmm. called the exo it's i think it's also worth noting that like so exo um part of their concept is that they take they like do a lot of different universes right like like fan fiction au's sort of like they do a lot of different things um so this love me right takes place in like the romantic universe quote unquote but also the fan Dumb, like the fandom name is XOL, but they are also known as the universe, like the XO universe mm. or whatever. So, yeah, there's whatever. a lot going on. Um, then, okay, I have to, I have to play a tiny clip of this just because I think it's like kind of exciting in the like, just the world of spreading K-pop or whatever. So in November 2015, uh, Disney, I mean, this is cool. Like Disney approached SM and was like, hey, you want to help us with Star Wars promotion? Because like we said, (laughs) EXO has been pretty much from the beginning a big fucking deal. Like their fandom base was absolutely enormous and their popularity was like unstoppable. And so the fact that like people were leaving was like a really big deal too because they were arguably like the biggest group on the scene. And so Disney came to them because they were a big fucking deal. Yes, and they were like, we need to promote this Force Awakens. We're bringing Star Wars back. Like, what do you, can you guys help us? So XO participated in this song called Lightsaber. Right before I play the clip, I'll just let you know, it's the music video only has Kai, Beck, and anyone else? I didn't write it I down. I didn't write it down. But it only has a couple of members in it. But every, it everyone's. basically like, who's free? Yeah. There are nine voices on the song, yeah. but mm-hmm. they're not all. And the, the concept video. of the music video is that the members of EXO are Jedi, Jedis. and they're going into like clubs. They go to a club they and go it's to like, like no Jedi lightsabers. Clubs. No lightsabers allowed. <laughs> okay, here's the song. <laughs> Okay, that's enough. They they just they're going to say lightsaber 12 more times before the chorus it's is over. Pretty much the only thing they do say in that song is lightsaber over and over and over again. The performance they perform that song at their concerts like in with their tours, lightsaber choreography. With these like crazy light sticks. It's really stupid. It's really stupid. So much of EXO is so stupid. <laughs> Nobody loved them. Ugh. Okay, wait. I have to, before we move on in the timeline, just because I don't know if it makes any sense, and, like, this is a call to, like, any XOL who are listening, what is the deal with the dwarf outfits that they wear at the... Um, the gnomes. The, the like, gnome oh, gnomes. Thing. It's gnomes. They're gnomes. Why? 
there's this it's like we've we've watched uh we've watched one full exo concert together mm-hmm. um which is great fun but in the same concert which they are like in wet t-shirts in the rain and mm-hmm. humping the floor they will then come out in pointy hats and capes and curly shoes almost immediately after humping the floor and it's like what who is this for I think it's another one of their universes. <laughs> yes, like, because at the I beginning of the they, power video, yeah, yeah, it comes yeah. up in the mm-hmm. So, wheel. like, there is a universe in which the EXO members are little gnomes, and they wear, like, pointy, like, dunce hats and, like, colorful capes and, like, big floppy shoes, and they look like fucking morons. And all I can say <laughs> is that I'm really glad they don't do it anymore. Yeah. Like, they, it doesn't exist anymore in this, yeah. mo- this most recent tour is the they first one that they gnomes. didn't have any gnomes and like thank <laughs> god because now they're all adults like these are grown men <laughs> that like should not be wearing these outfits i agree okay <sighs> moving along in the timeline so that was their star wars thing that was cool i guess <laughs> um winter album for 2015 was called sing for you yes and i wanted to point out at this time that this so EXO, because they're such a big deal, like, they do a lot of, like, philanthropy and have been, like, given national accommodations and stuff, um, because EXO really helped uh, push the international fan base, like, or, like, they helped to bring in a lot of international fans to this Hollywood wave, and um, Sing For You and all of the subsequent Christmas albums that have come out is a part of um, a program called smile for you which is a joint venture between sm and unicef which promotes music education for children in asia and so part of the proceeds of smile of sing for you and all of their subsequent christmas albums go toward this education program okay well that's very nice yeah um okay Next up, we are in... It's the time for 2016. It is time for 2016. This is the first crack in our... In our... Because... Yeah, we purposefully... I didn't want to be... We actively ignored EXO. Didn't want it. No, I will not. I refuse. I will keep you in EXO. And... (laughs) Excel. <laughs> like I said, I've been buying I've been buying their music on iTunes since the beginning, but I like it was a group I kept at a purposeful distance. Yeah. And so then they were not going to let that stand. Right. Um so they came for us with a vengeance. June 9, 2016, the album is called Exact with it's there's an apostrophe E-X between apostrophe the apostrophe A C T. And this was interesting because this was the first time that he, they did a double single where yes. mo- they put out a monster and lucky one at the exact same time. And they promoted them jointly on music shows. Yes. Um, okay, which clip? I mean, I guess I should play. Play. Start with lucky one. <laughs> okay. I don't know. So here, I just don't want people to be confused. So here is lucky one, also in my top favorite EXO singles ever. <laughs> Girl, 
go big. Just tell me right now. Okay, that was really hard to turn off because I love, love that, that song. song. But as we've mentioned before, it has a really bad music video. Yeah. Watch so performances of Lucky One. Lucky One is like bittersweet for me, honestly, because the performance, like, we it's included in like many of our the playlists that we've made of like best K-pop videos of all time is this one performance of Lucky One. We call it the Mermaid Pants performance. Yeah, because they're wearing like shiny bluish purple <laughs> pants, and they all look so good. This is the one where Sehun is like, "Who is that? Who dilf? is that fucking hot he dad?" Looks so good in it. Um, this is when I learned Sehun's name, and it's mm-hmm. also what made us just de- what made me decide like, okay, I'm gonna learn all of your names because I loved Lucky One. The dance is so good but i say it's bittersweet because they never perform the dance the music video is them like being like they're like trapped it's in part a lab. of this whole fucking whatever path code, path thing. code thing they're in a lab being experimented on yeah. by like hot ladies with scary visors on yeah because they all have powers blah 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 so <laughs> um the music video is boring it has literally zero choreography they, they stare dead-eyed into the camera mm-hmm. it's sad they never released a dance practice for this and like this song is such a like disco dance and the choreography is so fun and when they do it in concert they They do it as they're like end of the show jump around and take flowers from people they don't do the the dance dance. it's very disappointing yeah um okay before we move i have to we have to play monster before we get too far ahead but um so this was the other single i guess arguably the more main of the two singles monster Mm You can call me monster I'm perfect in your heartbeat I love Monster. I like, love still to song. this day, I really, really love Monster. It's so good. Um, so the music video for Monster is, like, it's like a ra- rage against the man. Like, they're all bloody. Everybody yeah. has, like, a cut on their face. Uh-huh. And they're, like, shaking chain link fences and, like, being thrown into, like, cop cars. And there's lots of smoke and neon. Yeah. And they're, like, fighting against some kind of power. And then they're in, like, sexy flight suits. Yes. That's my biggest fucking complaint about Monster is that there is at one point they are all wearing they're like really hot flight hanger. suits. And it's like the smallest set piece. It never gets shown. There's a performance version of the video where they like mix up yeah, all of the dances. And, and again, not enough flight suits. They look super, super good. Um, my other favorite part that like has not been the same since. But my favorite part of Monster is right before the last chorus after a You Can Call Me Monster. Kai and Lei would high five. Yeah. And then do this like, really powerful really kick move. And I yeah. was like, yeah, that's the best high five I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, the dance for Monster is fantastic. I don't know. The dance for Monster is what really made me be like, oh my God, look at EXO. Who are they? I need to know everything about them. Because there's this part where they like go down on the floor and they move and it's like, and they're, they're hovering their leg, they like <laughs> hover their leg over the ground. It's so cool. Um, I love Monster. Yeah, this I, is when this is when I fell in love with Jong Day. Yeah. Um, and then I just like tumbled. 
I was going to say at this point, I learned all their names. for me at this point, this was, I knew Kai and Lei because I knew Lei was my favorite. Mm-hmm. I had, I knew Suho mm-hmm. and I knew Chen because you loved Chen. Yeah. But the other five, no idea. Yeah. And I quickly learned Sehun's name. And then by the, t- so like Lucky One and Monster came out in, in June. June. And like by the time Lotto came out, I knew all of their names. Okay. I hadn't deep dived into like EXO Showtime and stuff yet. Right. But I knew but you all their names. names and faces by the time Lotto came out. Because I also remember it must have been like, it sounds right that it was about around this time we were in the waiting room at dance class and you were trying to name all the exos for me and then you got stuck and like yeah. Allie came in and was like this one and this one and yeah, I was yeah, like yeah. wow this is crazy this is so many boys I still wasn't fully on board I knew I loved the song but mm-hmm. I hadn't gone full exo yet you hadn't decided to to learn them yet um so after this monster lucky one this is then their third concert tour exoplanet three the exordium mm-hmm. great concert dvd get a hold of that one real good fantastic um and then in august the repack for exact was called lotto and the single is called lotto and i have to play a clip of it and i'm sorry this is not a quality exo song if you ask me <laughs> It's it's just another like noise. It's just so auto tuned. As much as we were dancing right now, it's it's not real proof that we don't like this song. Like, oops. I, well, there it's are just a not lot great. of yeah. There's a lot of things about the song that I do like, but as a whole, I, it doesn't do it for me. Like, I don't think they need like I don't think EXO needs auto tuning. So like, it's just that alone. Jongdae does not me. need to be auto tuned at any point in time. Yeah, none. Never. None point. Yeah, none so. whatsoever. <laughs> but I also remember Lotto being. <laughs> Lotto being the first moment of what would be many moments of pain for me as a new Shing Me that like, oh, Lei doesn't get to be around very often. Like, I'm very, I if I had yeah. known, I was about to say if I had known, I would have picked someone else. But it's not true. That, that's he not how you. it works. It doesn't, he picked it doesn't me, work that way. But it you was no very choice. sad to get into EXO and realize so quickly that the member I liked most was not going to get to be around very yeah. often. Because, He's in the Lotto video mm-hmm. in like one of the days dance scenes but for the most part and he has like a solo set piece yes but he didn't get to promote it with Mm -hmm. them he was like fully gone yeah because at this point there starts to be um and we're not going to get into the details of this but there start to be like political tensions between china and korea and because lei or yixing is like such a huge hugely important celebrity in china he had to sort of like go back to China and be like the Chinese ambassador right. that he is. Um, and so because he has like a very interesting sort of like political bridge. 
Yeah. Like he can play that part in but a lot of it ways. It has to be so but it's careful. Very tenuous. Like it is very, very, very careful yeah. about the role he plays as a member of EXO. Yeah. Okay. So that was Lotto. That was a repack. Um, one more fun thing to talk about in 2016, or there's a couple more fun things in 2016. Um, but in September 2016, EXO uh, put out like a kind of fun single mm-hmm. um, where I, I, we didn't bring it up on our variety show episode, or maybe we. We did for just a second but there's a show called infinity challenge or infinite challenge um and uj sock is one of the many cast members of it and he like lost a game or something on an episode he lost of infinite. A bet or he something. somehow lost a game on infinite challenge so then they did a special episode where he had to record a single and perform it with xo yeah um and this is this song is called dancing king i love it here's a little taste So that's Dancing King. It's so much fun. The music video is also really fun because it's like a lot of backstage footage of them like trying to teach UJ Suck this dance. Then there's also like a set piece with the cutest puppet you've ever seen. He's so precious. Just this cute little pink koala thing in like a denim jacket. It's yeah. a really cute puppet. He like dances a lot and he gets into with like fans and it's really precious. Yeah, and then there's like cuts of all the different members of EXO. Like this is this is my last lay moment. So like I yeah. also really appreciate Dancing King because it's like my last. OT9 thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like other members of EXO like dancing. But they dance weird like very goofily, which is lot fun. Of like we know that they're great dancers, but this is like, it's supposed to be them quote unquote like freestyling. Being silly. And they do really goofy like dad dances. Yes. Um, I should, I just want to point out for those of us who maybe haven't heard any of our previous episodes or our brand new K-pop bands, UJ Sook is a very, very famous uh variety show personality yeah he's like the lead host of running man he is the lead host of busted um and so, infinite challenge mm-hmm. and yeah. a ton of other, happy together tons of shows he's yeah very so he's famous very fa- famous very recognizable face and personality so yeah so that and was, he does sing on this track yes and he does a good job and it's a very, very cute job. um and there's also a two-part infinity challenge episode all about this that ha- it includes an incredible like World class EXO moment of Chanyol doing the worst freestyle dance anyone's ever oh seen God. and people like crying with laughing. laughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. Yeah. Um, okay, so after da- I wrote in my timeline, no more Lay. Like after Dancing King, this was like the last time that we saw Lay with the rest of EXO. Mm-hmm. Um, in October, just something to note, we've talked, we go to our uh, subunits episode if you want to hear more about this. Mm-hmm. But in October of 2016 is when CBX debuted. CBX! Chen Beck Chi! Yeah, them. I love them. Um, and then in December of 2016 is when they did their next Japanese single. Uh, the song's called Coming Over. Love it. Good one. Dig it. Um, all right. Then we're not going to play a clip of that because Japanese singles are impossible to find. find. 
So, but uh, coming over is good if you can find it. I liked it. I don't think I've ever heard it. I'm coming over, coming over. That's how it goes. All right. Anyway. Thank you for that clip. You're welcome. Here's your clip. <laughs> um, okay. So then July, now we skip to July 2017. This was my execution. This was the moment. Execution. Great. This is when we're fully dead all the way. Call in the exorcist. Yeah. <laughs> No! <laughs> okay, so this album was called The War, and the lead single was Coco Bop. Uh, I uh, think I do like it. Yeah, this was this was this was our fall. This was it. This this song. Our I feel like the teaser images came out and we knew we were done for. Yeah, because like we said, lucky one was the was the one where I was like, okay, now I know all of your names. And then Coco Bop was the first, or the war was the first comeback that I was looking forward to. Right. Like, this was the first one where I was like, I okay. know all of them. I am, like, keeping up with the teaser images. I can't fucking wait. I was, like, super excited. At this point, I would say that Jongbae was my favorite. Because yes, he was. Because I remember his teasers coming out and me, like, messaging them to you the second yeah. that they dropped. And because he was blonde in it, and Blonde yeah. is my favorite. <laughs> he looks so good. Um, he sounds amazing, and I had already fallen for him hard because of CBX. I'm a huge CBX fan. Um, and so, like, Coco Bob came out, and, like, this album was called The War, and they were out for blood. Yes. Like, they, this album was an assault. Yeah. The Eve... Was an affront. Yeah, that was their B-side for this song. It's aggressively sexual. It literally has them body rolling while they're holding their hands up as though they're in like, handcuffs. Tied in their wrists. And, and it's then like they the get on the slowest body roll. Body roll <laughs> and then like down on the ground humping the floor. Um, it was rude. And just to know, we weren't the only ones being assaulted because the war debuted at number one all over the world. Mm-hmm. Like, in like seven countries, this yeah. song debuted at number one. It was hugely popular. It was the first time that they promoted as eight. So, at this point, like, Lei is is being Away. busy in China. Yes. Hugely successful on his own and he was not able to be a, he's his voice is not featured on this nope. album. He is not a part of the war in any way shape or form. No. Which is very sad, but this is this is what got me. Yeah. This is this is what The music video is kind of like drug trippy. They like take yeah. a weird blue medicine and then like Yeah, and like then they f- literally float on clouds and like I don't know. Uh, Chanyol's hair was fucking gorgeous. Yeah, it's like cotton like candy. Cotton handy. Mm-hmm. So pretty. Was it between 
Yeah, I know it was. It was between Coco Bop and then and Power that you like lost your mind to Chanyeol. Yes. Yeah. So by the time <laughs> Coco Bop came out, I was a hard Chen bias. Yes. And I knew all of their names. And so like after Coco Bop and the Eve came out, I was like, okay, now I'm gonna really go back. I'm gonna be an XOL. So I went back and I started watching Showtime, and that is what got me for mm-hmm. Chanyeol. Like I don't know why. I don't know what it was or how it happened, but like by the time I finished EXO Showtime, I was a hard Chanyeol stand. Like, yeah. Hard. hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, totally. I was just trying to remember in my mind because I feel like it was gradual, but then it was all at once. It was, yeah. It was like my, my, I like slowly, like, you know, when you're like walking in the beach and you're like walking into the water and you're like slowly going in and then all of a sudden, like the shelf just like drops and you're just like, oh shit. Like yeah. now suddenly the water's like 20 feet deep. That's it what was happened. like that. <laughs> yeah, no, I to me. That sounds about right to me. That sounds about right I to like me. I like waited in and then the the floor dropped out from underneath me. Yeah. Yeah. And it now was very, I own a It was very quick. And it, was, <laughs> it was very fast. I feel like that was a moment. Because that's around this time. Like at KCON that at year K-Con, when you chose yeah. a Chanyeol pillow. I was like, mm-hmm. oh my. Yeah, something Coco has Bob happened. came out in July. Yeah. And by August, the very next month when we went to <laughs> KCON, I bought a pillow of Chanyeol. Yeah. Fair enough. It was fast. It was fast. It was fast. swift and hard. Um so then in September of 2017, the repack of the war was called The War, colon, The Power of Music. Mm-hmm. And the single for that one is Power. We got their to wait to that oh yeah to fight it out yeah it's important um so power i fucking love power i feel like a lot of people were really torn about whether or not they liked power but i think it's like a hype ass song i don't understand the debate at all i fucking love that song the music video is really fun in that it is like basically a comic book come to life because it's them like in basically a laser tag game with this like fighting this robot robot. who's trying to take their power yeah they're trying to take their power so it comes back to that concept and like the dance is fantastic and for their first promotion of it on a stage they were in beautiful flight suits and they looked so hot yes. and Kai is having so much fun and Chanyeol loved that little Aouya yes. he had such a great time with it and they gave Suho not only Clark Kent glasses mm-hmm. but like a perfect Superman curl in yeah. his hair and it was so good they looked so good I loved Power I thought it was great mm-hmm. um in October of 2017, they put out their third live album, Exoplanet 3, The Exordium Dot. Mm-hmm. Now, I learned this very recently. The Dot, when they finish a tour, they go back to Seoul and they do it one last time. And that's mm-hmm. called The Dot, like a, period, like a period at the end of the Ugh. tour. So, but then immediately after, because that seems to be the thing, the live album comes out in October. Then on November 24th, was Exoplanet, the start of Exoplanet 4, the Elysian. Yeah. I think that's how you say it. It uses or math Elixian? problem. I don't know. It uses math problem letters in it. So I, like, don't know how you're supposed to say it. 
I say Elysian, but it's something like that. This was really fun because I stayed up late to watch this concert. Mm -hmm. So it's like a really special like memory in my heart. It was the night before Thanksgiving. I woke up like 3.45 in the morning. I'd set alarms. And then I like sat out of my living room with like an earbud from my phone in one ear and then like other headphones on top because – it was all stolen streams. It was yeah. like people were periscoping. So I had multiple tabs open, and when one would go, you'd have to go to the other one. So it was like this crazy little experience I had in, like, the dark in my living room with all my, like, tablets and yeah, screens. And, like, and, like, every <laughs> time you switch between streams, you're, like, in a different place. Yes, because sometimes you'd be really up high where it sucked, and, like, sometimes you'd get someone with, like, a really good view of the screen, but someone behind them was screaming. Like, it was a very weird experience, but it was really fun to, like, see it all for the mm-hmm. first time. Um, and, like, in real time. In real time. Yeah. Um, and I remember I took excessive notes so that when I saw you a couple days later, I could be like, here's what happened. Yeah, because I, I did not wake up for it. Yeah. Um, but that was great. Um, December 20, oh, we're getting so, we're almost there. Yeah, uh, December really 26, close. 2017 is when their next winter album, it was called Universe. The single was Universe. Mm-hmm. Um, the album is also called Universe. Yes. And this takes place in a cafe universe. Yes. Where they're all baristas. Yeah. But they're also tied up with rope or something. Yeah. It was weird. Yeah. Uh, This weird music video. This whole album was delayed a week Mm -hmm. uh, because of Jungin's passing. Yeah. Um, But it did come out the day after Christmas. I remember, I wrote like this, I feel like it's just the time that has kind of like tainted this song and this video because I remember the day it came out and like watching it and like wanting to like it. But I was so, I was in a. dark mm. sad place yeah and it that's was very fair. weird for me i almost felt like this this whole album i mean a lot of their christmas albums are based mostly in ballads mm-hmm. um but this album in particular like it is mostly ballads but it's so beautiful and like universe is a very sad like breakup yeah. song like i'll search the universe for you is the is the chorus um and it's just like there's something haunting about a lot of the melodies on this album that for me in my like sad depressive state like perfect it was what you it needed. was the soundtrack i needed and i i to this day, love this album. I listen to it a lot. Um, it's it's really good. Yeah. Um, so 2018 was like a really empty year as far mm-hmm. as like EXO as a group goes. As people, they all were hella busy. Yeah, but, they were doing a lot of different uh, things. In January, they released a full Japanese album called Countdown, mm-hmm. uh, which was mostly Japanese versions of existing songs. I think it's, it had come in over on it. Like it, there wasn't much new about it, yeah. but it was like a new Japanese album. Um, in February, again, there's a whole episode of the podcast about this, but in February, they performed at the closing ceremonies of the 2018 Winter Olympic mm-hmm. Games, which was an incredible feat for them as a yep. group. They were fantastic. Um, in 2018, I'd like to just like a few um, historical yeah. things of note. Uh, well, in November 3rd, 2017, so before Universe came out, um, the Prime Minister... Oh, yes, received, this was a big deal. Yeah, they received the Prime Minister commendation at the Korean Pop Culture and Arts Awards, which is given out for recognition of public service or excellence in a particular like category or area. Um, and so that was a very big deal. Yeah. It's like a, a government uh, recognition. The funny thing that came out of that that I like loved is that they had commemorative coins made of EXO, but the images they used 
were their debut images, which was like a sort of school photo concept. And uh, Baekhyun, I, I, Baekhyun and Suho and maybe Sehun got to go to this unveiling ceremony where they like showed them these coins and they had to try every bit of their power not like and they were not trying to, to like, be like cringe. professional and not just scream and be like no not those <laughs> pictures like it's so upsetting because they're like they're really they're not good pictures of most of them and no, that's what they're like, they're like commemorative coins oh that's so sad but so hilarious like ugh, that's what you get xo yeah um so anyway yeah that happened in 2017 they were also like the nation's pick for the the closing ceremony of the of the Olympics, um, which is a very big deal. And then in 2018, they currently hold this Guinness World Record of receiving the most dancing awards at the Mamas. Mm-hmm. Um, they have they received six, um, which is a current Guinness World Record. They also, I'd like to, since we're just talking about records, um, they have won over 100 music show awards. They're second only to Girls' Generation. Yes, I was going, I had that written down that, uh, oh, I forgot to say it, but when they were promoting power, Mm -hmm. they got a perfect score in M Countdown, which had never been done before, um, and that win at M Countdown marked their 100th music show win. Amazing. um, And they also hold the most music show wins for a single song with Call Me Baby, they had 18 wins. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also, I also meant to, I had it in my timeline, but I forgot. But every time they sell another million albums, like everybody freaks out. I think they're yeah. quadruple million sellers at this point. I think so too. Um, but so like, uh, they were in the closing ceremonies of the Olympics and then CBX had a date, had yes, a another CBX. Um, so that happened in the spring of this past year. Um, very good album. They did a lot to promote it. Um, the rest of the group was sort of busy doing acting. Like, this is the year that Suho's TV show came out. I think Dio was in, like, a movie or something. Kai was doing a lot of fashion. So was Sehun. They went to, like, a lot of different fashion weeks and stuff. Sehun was also in Busted. Yes. So they were really busy doing, like, a lot of individual projects. Right. And I think, like, we were talking about this, like, very heatedly, like, a couple of months ago. Like, why, like, why it doesn't seem to be in SM's interest anymore to promote them as a group. Because mm-hmm. it's you know, on November 2nd. Like, they did nothing from November to November. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy. But I think it's, like, at this point, it might just not be in SM's best interest to try and coordinate schedules coordinate to have all them all be schedules. together yeah. when they're all probably making so much money as individual mm-hmm. people, which is kind of a bummer. But I think that's kind of what happens. Like as we're seeing going through this K-pop world, I think that might be the ultimate goal of all these companies in the first place is just to get all of these kids to be famous enough mm-hmm. that they don't have to rely on promoting as a group. Yeah. They can become individual celebrities on their own, um, which does happen very often, but especially with groups that are as big as EXO. Yeah. Um, it is, it must be impossible to try to coordinate eight different schedules um, or nine. Cause they sure don't schedules. try to make it yeah, nine. They, they really don't try. <laughs> They really don't try to make it nine. Um, but like Lay has been very active this whole time too. Like he's, he just released his second solo album, um, just like a few weeks ago. Um, so. Yeah, so they're all very busy all the time, but finally they've come back um, as nine, which we honestly like never didn't even think would happen ever again. again. Um, And it is kind of like a half 
runway promotion of sure. nine in that like lay is not able to perform with them in any yeah. of the music shows. And he's really only in the Chinese version of the music video. Like he appears in the Korean music video, but his voice is only right. featured in the Chinese version. Yes. And it is as someone who's missed him so, so much. It, it does mean a little something mm-hmm. to at least hear him in that Chinese version, because mm-hmm. that is something like I was talking about how I love that second live album. I hate the third one because other people are singing Lay's lines. Yeah. And I'm like, excuse you, I don't like that. <laughs> so um, it's good. It's good to hear him at least yeah. in like a half mm-hmm. way. And this album is great. This album's really good. Like I would venture that it might be the sexiest album of them all. In that, like many of the songs are groovy in mm-hmm. like a, that special exo sexy way. Um, So on that note, do you want to take a minute to talk about this new album that, like, just came out? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So we did a um, a reaction. So, like, Shannon and I knew that we weren't going to be able to um, talk about this album until until a few days after the music video dropped. Like, the music video dropped at, like, 2 a.m. on a Thursday for us in our time zone. I thought it wasn't, but I thought it wasn't going to be till Sunday. I also thought it was the fourth. I also remembered (laughs) it was the fourth, um, but it was the second. And so we, like, planned to watch it the day it dropped, and then we realized that we'd gotten the date wrong. So we just, like, had to abstain (laughs) from, like, all social media. Um, But anyway, so we do have a video if you would like to see us watch the music video for the first time. It's on our YouTube channel. Um, And so, yeah, so we did, we just watched the music video today. Then we watched some performances of it. I love the dance. To the, Um, we haven't said yet, the single, the album is called Don't Mess Up My Tempo and the single is just called Tempo. Yeah, so they're promoting two songs off of it, Tempo and Ooh La La La. La la la. Yeah, oh, la, three la, la, la. Yeah. Oh, la la la. <laughs> um, both of which I love. Like, I was very excited to hear the tempo song because, mm-hmm. like, like we said, we we listened to the rest yes, of the album. I made myself a Spotify playlist that was called No Tempo Till Sunday, and it had every track except tempo yeah, on it. Yeah, I made myself a playlist <laughs> on my phone that was like, it, I just called it tempo, and it was everything except. Um, and I love the song. There are two songs on it that I don't really like, um, but the rest of it, it's, like, sexy and groovy, and I think that this is the first, like, this album does an exponentially great <gasps> job of diversifying the line distribution. Like, I think for the very first time, we're hearing a lot of Kai singing. We're hearing mm-hmm. a lot of Sehun singing for the very first time. Chanyol is all over this in a way that is devastating to me. Yeah. Um, the only one of who... of growly singing. I don't know how you're... There's a lot it. of growly singing <laughs> from him. There's a lot of like, yeah, in the background. And I'm just like, fuck you, you. sir. I will say, though, like, as an XOM stan, like, Schumann gets swept under the rug a lot. Mm-hmm. And that is is continuing. But uh, for the most part, overall, I think that they do a really great job of, like, layering the voices mm-hmm. in a lot of different, with, like, new combos. Like, Chen and Chanyeol have, like, a, a duet in it. And, like, uh, Sehun and Suho, like, have a little duets. And so they do a really good job of sort of, like, a more even line distribution. Totally. Um 
Yeah, overall, it's like a really, it's a very good album. Uh, there are no skips for me on it, which is rare for an EXO album. Really? None at all? None skips. Ugh, I skip Sign and Damage. <gasps> I really like Sign with the exception of that. There's like a guy with some kind of like East Coasty accent going like, honestly, tell you the truth. Honestly, tell you the truth. Honestly, tell you the truth. Oh, really? And it's like I haven't even repeating in it. the song. I don't know why. Don't like it, but the rest of the song I really like. I don't like it. I don't like it. It it has that like common EXO problem that we brought up, where it's like discordant noise as a background mm. with the like with otherwise a catchy melody, but like the the instrumental of it I don't like. Also, it reminds me that like sign 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 part is like that. And we're gonna let it burn burn oh, it burn. Does sound like that. It also reminds me of that new Monster X song. Shooter shooter shooter. Yeah that yeah, one. yeah yeah. So I just like I don't know. Totally. I'm not into it. I don't love damage, but I said in a text to you the other day that I would love damage if it was a Pentagon song. <laughs> it <laughs> just like totally isn't fair. an EXO song. Yeah, it's it's really but it's a Pentagon song. I mean, every once in a while, EXO will do this thing where they try to be like hard, and yeah. I, it doesn't work. It doesn't like, work for you. It doesn't work. My favorite tracks like are Gravity. Mm-hmm. It's like very 80s dancey and they also I'm pretty sure it's purposeful but they uh there's a Chanyol moment that samples that old 90s song Tom's Diner. Do you remember that song and it went Yes. That's not Chanyol singing it's Sehun. It is it? Are you sure? 100%. Wow. Okay. Well, that changes a lot of things, but I love I love that song. I also love 24-7. I love It's like an old school jam. And I also, when I first listened to it, I wrote shiny because there's like something Mm. kind of shiny about it. I wrote in all capital letters, fuck jam, let's do this. (laughs) This is what XO is for. Love it. Um, But then I also wrote in even bigger letters, he sings so much, help me. Help me. (laughs) Help me was my favorite part. Um, Because honestly, like, Ugh, his voice is all over the place and it's so gravelly. And like the last 10 seconds of Bad Dream are an yeah. affront. Yeah. I wrote, when for Bad Dream, I wrote Sweet Lies, question mark, which was a song off the Power uh, album that was like Which Chanyo wrote. Yeah. Um, and then I wrote very Long fuck-boy-ish. Song. Goes hard though. It is four minute. It is a four minute song. Bad Dream? Like, yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. It's long. It doesn't bother me. Um, damage. I wrote Immediate Hate. Later, it's okay. Uh, it also has yeah. an E-X-O mm-hmm. in it, which it is does. important to yeah. note. I love Smile on My yes. Face. Ugh, it's so pretty. It's really so sad, pretty. Slow Jam. This is when I wrote, they're all so good at singing now. Yeah, they're all they are. so good at it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Oasis is the last track. I have immediate, immediate like I wrote, but that it was... Weird something I can't read. <laughs> you can't read your handwriting? No. That's okay. Uh, yeah, I like Oasis. It's not a standout song for me. I feel like the standouts are um, Gravity and 24-7 for yeah. me. Oh, and we sort of skipped it, but Ooh La 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 is the other one that they're um, promoting, and it's got, like, cool guitars, yeah, and I also has- wrote, Horny! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, I wrote my stomach hurts. Yikes. <laughs> um, too much PCY in the background. Um, also, it has like a Latino beat and yeah. like sort of classic guitar, which which I'm always into. It was very good. So that's out right this minute. Go listen to it. It's and very be, good. like caught up on all the XO. Yeah, I would venture to say that like 
But Universe and Don't Mess Up My Tempo, I think, are the two strongest EXO albums for me because they have the fewest number of songs that I would skip. Okay. Them. But The War and Power is also really good. Because, well, I guess it's tied because for The War and for Don't Mess Up My Tempo, I only skip two songs on both of those albums. I don't skip anything on Universe. I love it. Wow. Well, that's good. Um, all right. So... Before, we're going to watch, like as always, instead of doing a random game, we're going to watch um, an EXO video that uh, has the whatever their most popular is. At the, last time we checked, it was Monster. But Do uh, we want to talk about their no. B-sides? where I was going. Oh, okay. But first. <laughs> sorry. No, it's okay. But first, we're going to recommend. We It was very hard, and I know that you have extra picks. I will make a Spotify playlist of our full EXO recommendations that I can link with the episode. But just for the sake of time, because this episode is already getting very long and we know it to be smaller. Um, so we're just going to do three recs right now and then check our links for like a full Spotify playlist of all our favorite B-sides, like non-promoted single mm-hmm. choices. Okay. Um, do you want to go first? Sure. Do you want me to do all three of them at once? We'll go back and forth. Okay. So my first favorite B-side, I think, should I go from... I'll go from three to one. So my first uh, favorite in the number three spot is from The War. It's called What You Do. Yeah, I love that. I love the lo- the love me right call me out. Yeah, call out on that song. It's so good. Um, just a great, great, catchy, like perfect dance, fun EXO. Yes, totally. Because EXO is either like terrible, like shitty, like lotto, like sound, right? Noise, affront, attack, or they're overly sexual, right? Or they're super fun and dancey. Right. And this is a super Those fun perfect middle one. part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, great. Um, okay, so then I guess in my number three choice, uh, this is specifically the XOM version of Baby Don't Cry, which was on their Growl album. And here's what it sounds like. <laughs> that song that's a song that i that i discovered through um pandora or something like one of those shuffly channels where Mm -hmm. like i didn't pick it but it played it for me um and it was still in my days of like not caring about exo but knowing that like ooh, this song is so pretty Mm -hmm. and i pick the m version because of chet and lay like that's what i want 
Totally. I love the XOM versions of things that I also have the XOM version of. It makes a very good alarm. Ooh, yeah, because it starts like, do, 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 do. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Okay, what's your next pick? My next pick is uh, from their album Overdose, and it is called Thunder. <laughs> Oh, I love that song. It's so sexy. <laughs> I love it. That's my favorite part. Um, their live performances of it are phenomenal. Um, there is a great live performance of just that song. And there's also like one of my favorite clips of any EXO Concert DVD is this like 15 minute long compilation that includes thunder and white noise and like a couple other things. Mm. It's like, it's a, it's just basically like these are the five songs that are sexy and we are in the rain and it's great. Yeah, they love dumping water on them in concerts. Yeah, they really do. Um, My next choice is also a song that I like fell in love with because of a concert. And one moment, I have to check. I'm, it's from a Christmas album, but I have to make, or maybe it's not. Uh, I should have written the albums down. What song is it? Maybe I know what it is. It is. It's unfair, and it is from when it's from their oh, yeah. t- 2015 winter album, "Sing for You." Mm-hmm. Um, and this song is like a song that I did not know until we watched an EXO concert, and it's just like it's it's the happiest, cheesiest kind of K-pop that I really love, and it has really sweet, sweet lyrics. So mm-hmm. uh, here's unfair. <laughs> Um, it's so cute and it also seems to be like a bit I don't know if it is but like I wonder if it's an allusion to that uh, Taeyong Eyes Nose Lips song because they say no 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 like it's oh, Eyes Nose Lips in the in the chorus as well um, but it's just like a cute song that's like you're so cute like it's unfair it's dangerous how yeah. much I love you and it's, I love that yeah, song it's so a great song that's unfair um, okay my number one pick uh, it is the perfect example of unnecessary EXO. Mm-hmm. And it is called Christmas Day. <laughs> Now that sounded very nice to me. So what are you what what do you mean? So in order to fully understand oh, sorry. In order to fully understand why this song just like 
flames <laughs> on the side of my face. This is from their very first Christmas album, Miracles in December. The one we told you about where they're like in a Christmas tree stack yeah, and, and they're like, little oh, suspenders. So, cute, so innocent with suspenders. And then you watch this performance and they're taking off their suspenders. Yes, it's like and a stripping this Christmas. It's a strip tease fuck jam. For Christmas! Christmas and it's literally like, I looked up the lyrics today and it's like, unwrap, like every moment with you is like unwrapping a Christmas <laughs> present, like getting to know, whatever. There's a lot of like, come in me at uh-huh. winter nights, keep me so warm, so warm. And like a lot of that shit. And the dance is so yes, unnecessary. They pull the suspenders off so slowly. It's so ridiculous. Whereas like, Thunder is sexy in the perfect exo way without being over the top. Mm-hmm. And Christmas Day is that Eve humping the floor of like, whoa, you crossed a line so fast. Yeah. Like, whoa. That's the thing. How about, did we get here? Because that's the thing about exo. That's how they've always been. Ooh. That's what they do. Um, okay. So my last pick, my number one top three B-sides uh, is a song called What If dot, dot, dot. Uh, and it has, it's just like very quality. It sounds extremely nineties. Like the song could have come out in 1997 and it would not have been weird. Um, but the clip I'm going to play is again, I, like I said, at love me, right. I love at the end of an exo song where it's going off the rails and Beckyon's doing a million runs and whatever. So I picked the same clip for what if. Perfect. You know that that like wow that little like mm-hmm. wobbly sound like that is the most '90s R&B sound I've ever totally. heard. Totally, I love this song. EXO does good R&B. I agree because they're very good singers. They're such good um, singers. Okay, so we got to end this episode. It's going way too long. So those were our B sides, and again, we'll have a full playlist. And yeah. All right. Well, it's time to end this EXO nightmare. Did you have a pun for EXO nightmare? <laughs> Exotinmare, whatever. No, I do have a lot of puns I haven't used. Oh my God. Um, I'll make you, you should just read them at the end. <laughs> okay, I can do that. Yeah, because you worked so hard. Uh, I did, it, yeah. I did spend an, an exor- exorbitant amount, amount of time. time. That's not even one that I wrote down. But that's a good one. Yeah. Okay, is. so to end this episode, instead of doing a random game, we're going to react to a music video. And at the moment, EXO's, this literally changes week to week, but at the moment, EXO's most popular music video is Monster with 228 million views. You can come in, Monster! All right, you ready to do this, girl? So fucking Okay, ready. here comes Monster! There's those flight mm-hmm. suits. Kai's devious in this. Lip ring. Ooh, I forgot weird. about that. It's so weird when they make Beckham like tough. They try very hard to make him tough, like yeah. he isn't a tiny little bubby like boy. He's not a silly boy. But yeah, they all have bloody. Like they're, they're all, all bloody. so bloody. 
I love oh. this dance. Choreography is so cool. Oh, this is one of my yeah. favorite. I love so many moves in this dance, but that's one I love. Oh, my baby. <laughs> and oh, my God, the one shot where Chen has that really long perm, yeah. like the only set that he does, it's so beautiful. It's great. And I fucking love long hair. This move. Wow. Chen, Chen, he did it. Dear. Mm, he's so broody. <laughs> that move! I love that move! Lay's like, hey, wake up, That's everyone! Right, my type! <laughs> They're having like a last supper. <laughs> yeah. I just did that line standing on a pile of dead soldiers. Yeah. <laughs> this music video is crazy. <laughs> I guess it's them leading a revolution. Because, yes, I yeah. love that that moment of Lei, like, kicking the shield the right. guard. <laughs> yeah. Has been used over the years by Xingmi's for many a reason. <laughs> Oh no, the table's all broken. Everything's, Everything's all broken. broken. Oh no, they're no! getting taken in. No, they're losing. They're getting beaten up. His eyes look very sleepy. He's trying to look tough. It's about to be my favorite part. Right here, the best high five ever! Yes! <laughs> This move! This is Angelica's favorite Oh, they don't they show it! In For so long after listening to that song, I had no idea that they were saying, come here, girl, and creepin'. Mm. Creepin' in your heart, babe. Yeah. There's a lot of English in that song that I didn't that you didn't notice right, right away. away. Um, yeah. Well, that was Monster. Oh, it was great. It. There's also a performance video of Monster with the full dance, and mm -hmm. I love the dance practice. I love the dance They, like, practice. lit the studio really dramatically, yeah. so... It's the first EXO dance practice where they, like, took it seriously, yeah. and they're, like, all wearing coordinated outfits, and they lit the studio. has a galaxy yeah. jacket on that I love. And Kai has a, has a black hat with, like, a white <sighs> handprint on it. Mm -hmm. It's great. It's very good. It's very good. And okay. that dance is incredible. Welp. 
Um, I mean, I think we're hit, we're hitting a That's crazy it. number here. So that was our EXO episode. Do you have anything else that you would like to say to these boys that we love and also despise so deeply on this their special EXO day? <laughs> I guess I would just say that, like, boys, you drive me very crazy, but I care about you a lot. Yeah. And I hope that. In all of your promotions, you don't overexhort yourself. Oh wow! There you go. <laughs> Do you have any more? Any more on your so list? Many more. Get Let's them all out. Let's see. Um, um, I don't know how to like work these. Okay, no one will be exempt. <laughs> <laughs> exempt. Sometimes I just feel really exasperated. <laughs> I'd like to exercise my right <laughs> to refuse. Um, let's examine for a moment. Oh my god! Exoped that. Ex- is like that accept. like accept? Okay, yeah, that one doesn't work as well. <laughs> Lastly, uh, where's the exote? The exote. Uh, all right. Well, we're gonna exote out of here. I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. Um, I sincerely hope that we made a couple more begrudging XOLs with this episode. If we did, because it I'm is a struggle. <laughs> I'm, I sincerely apologize yeah. to anyone who falls down this XO yeah. rabbit hole. This is very different from our shiny episode in that we like. I stand by my love of shiny as far like for my whole life, and it's so pure. Mm-hmm. But like, you know what? I am this a XO bitter thing XOL. Is, and I will be until the day I die. Yeah. So that's that. Do we um, have any recommendations this week? Oh, I hadn't thought of this as like a regular episode, so I didn't have a recommendation. Okay, I have a recommendation. Okay, oh yeah, please do. Um, my recommendation is, uh, I believe, like the clip in EXO Showtime that really got me, mm-hmm. which is there's a 30 minute, it's separated from the rest of the show on YouTube. Um, I will, we will post the link. Sure. Um, there's a scene in Exo Showtime where they make the boys go through a haunted house. Oh my God. Yes. And it's so great. Um, the only downside of it is that for some reason, Chanyeol and Kai going through the, uh, haunted house did not make it into the final cut of the episode, <laughs> but you get to see all the rest of them. This is back when there were still 12 members. Um, and Jungdae going through that haunted house is like what I'd love my life. Yeah. to be because he's so like unafraid and he gives like little hot packs to all of the ghosts um, and it's just like I love watching people go through haunted houses and scream and be goofy yeah. and, and it's it's fantastic. That's a really good rec. If I have to make, I feel like I said it earlier in the episode but if I have to make an EXO recommendation mine is the mermaid pants performance yeah, of yeah, Lucky yeah. One. Like Fair. I stand behind that so hard. <laughs> I think that it is so great and I remember it when it came out I posted it on my Facebook and was like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Like, I can't even stop listening to this song. And I had a couple of friends comment on it. Like, I tried to watch this, but everyone is screaming too loud. <laughs> and so they, like, weren't into it. But if you guys are listening, you a little screaming isn't going to off-put you. So I say, I'll link it. But the Mermaid Pants performance of Lucky One is something special. Yeah. And that was our very it. first EXO fangirl it was moment. A moment. Like, we lost our fucking minds when we watched that performance. Yeah, totally. We were like standing on your couch. Yeah. Cause I was like, wow, who are these? Like these, this is EXO really? Like, okay. Um, yeah. So that was EXO. I hope that you guys enjoyed this. Um, if you want to reach out to us or comment on this episode or whatever, we can be found all across social media at AMA Kpop Pod on Twitter and Instagram, amakpoppod.tumblr.com for all of the links and just saying like, like I've had, we've had a couple of listeners say like, oh, I'm not on Tumblr. Um, 
it's just a website. You don't have to be on Tumblr. Yeah, you can just go to amakpoppod.tumblr.com and like see all of our links. You don't have to follow us yeah, there. Yeah, no, totally. That's just an easy way for us to post links yes. without having to do like some crazy Twitter rant or yeah. whatever. So just saying yeah. because like I guess like I I'm I've been on Tumblr for a decade but I know most people <laughs> haven't. So just so you know, it's a regular old website. You yeah. don't have to join Tumblr. You don't have to have links. the app yes. in order to use it or whatever. Um and if you want to write us an email, amakpoppod at gmail.com. And yeah. if you want to watch our music video reaction, yes. our YouTube channel is Ask Me About K pop the podcast. It's very long, but it comes up. Yeah. All right. Well, that was our EXO special, and we'll be back next week with a a little catch-up episode because we've been away for a while. So we'll see you guys then. Bye. Bye. Chongyun, you're our inspiration. (laughs) 